Hey everybody, Paul Turner here from thediscipleproject.net. So glad you could join me for another episode of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast. If you're brand spanking new, by the way, thank you for hanging out. Appreciate you uh, checking out the podcast. Hopefully it is to your liking. And uh, and if you enjoy it uh, a lot, uh, we'd love for you to go by and give it some reviews and stars and whatnot. And if you're a regular, somebody who's been here a number of times, I want to thank you for your time because uh, you are either the smartest youth pastor in the world or a glutton for punishment. But either way, I'm super grateful, super thankful that you're here hanging out with me. So I thought I'd do something a little different this time. I thought I would do a little five-part series here, uh, and I may put them out quickly, uh, depending when I get them done. But uh, basically, I just went through an evaluation process with my volunteer leaders, and I said, well, what do I really want to ask my leaders? What do I really want to, um, you know, connect with them over? What do I want them to think about? What do I want to stir up in them? And I said, well, I think there's probably five questions uh, that I really want to um, dig down deep in with them. And so I thought I'd share with you some of those questions today, and I'm going to take them one at a time because I think each question uh, is important uh, in its own right because I think it's a question we have to uh, maybe even ask ourselves sometimes, uh, but I think it's super important. So I want to start with the first question here, and the first question uh, is, why does this youth ministry need you? And I think it's uh, uh, just a great question to ask volunteers because it really gets volunteers thinking in terms of their own value, right? And And, you know, some of my volunteers, uh, when I asked them this question, said, you know, came to the conclusion that this youth ministry did not need them. And uh, you know what? I, I be, so many of our volunteers maybe might feel that way. It, you know, and here's the deal. Here's how, why I, I even asked the question. And I think it's a question of leverage because you have a youth ministry and you're, you're wondering whether or not why you have these volunteers here. What is their why are you asking them to come in? Why are you? Uh, why are they? You asking them to participate with you? And the question of leverage is this: If you have a system set up in your youth ministry where everything that can be done can be done by you, and the fact that uh, that these youth workers come in, that if you could let all these youth workers go and still do the job. Well, then all the leverage is in your court, right? That you you literally have too much leverage because uh, you are you are able to do various things. That means maybe, and this is true for me, that maybe there's not enough roles and responsibilities. There's not enough uh, uh, depth. There's not enough challenge. There's not enough some of these things that we want youth workers to do. I don't have any problem. You know, some people say, well, don't ask too much from your youth workers. I say the opposite. I have to scale down what I ask youth workers to do, um, you know, to fit their schedules, things like that, because I want to challenge them. I want them, I want them to feel like the time they're spending with these young people is vital, it's important, it's valuable, uh, and it's, and it's uh, critical to the growth of the kids of the group. And so when I'm asking them this question, I, I have to consider the leverage, right? Do I have it or do they have it? If I have it, that means I can get rid of everybody and still do the job. That's on me. That's my bad then. I, I need to work that out. I need to figure out what do I need to do to then put the leverage in their court, which is 
you know, if they have the leverage, that means that I've either designed a program that is absolutely critical to have volunteers to to make this happen, right? Uh, for them to participate, uh, or, you know, to the point where if I lost anybody, that that the program couldn't continue. That it, you know, it just wouldn't be able to happen. And uh, and so in doing this. Uh, I have to remember that uh, I want them. To, I want volunteers to have the leverage. I want them to to value what they do so much that I really start to depend on them more and more. Uh, because once again, if if uh, if it ever gets to that point where I can just start letting people go and it's like no big deal, then I've not built the youth ministry in a manner that is worthy of having really good volunteers. Uh, you know, and at this point, at least in our youth ministry, um, you know, I think I have too much leverage and that's a bad thing. You know, much of, you know, what could be done because we're a smaller youth ministry, right? We have, you know, 15 to, you know, 20 kids on an average, things like that. It's a manageable size. And I have about four to six, maybe eight volunteers. Now, some of those are short capacity things like people come in and lead worship and then they're done. Um, you know, some people are just in there for relational things. Uh, sometimes that people have tasks, maybe they lead small groups, things like that. And it's a very different uh, atmosphere because we're, you know, kind of a semi-rural church, small church. Uh, and so, but I try to build and pack so much to where everybody has something to do. I don't want people to come in and say, well, I don't have anything to do. So I try to create as much value as I can and put as much leverage into the court of the volunteers uh, to where they could just threaten to leave me and it would scare the crap out of me. Uh, I, you know, that's the kind of feeling I want. That's kind of the, the vibe I want because I want them to be so uh, in love with these uh, young people that, that, um, that, uh, that they're willing to, you know, say, look, this is a, this is a thing for me. This is valuable to me. So why do you want to be a part? You know, what, 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 why do you want to be a part of this youth ministry? Why does this youth ministry need you? Right. And I want them to be able to say, I want them to say this youth ministry needs me because, uh, because I feel like I bring value. I feel like I, uh, you know, I, I'm doing what God's called me to do. I, I'm doing something of, of worth. I, I, I'm doing something, you know, valuable in the kingdom. Um, you know, and I asked, when I asked my, my volunteers, uh, this question, you know, uh, you know, I had some of them say, listen, I, I don't think this youth ministry does need me to which I replied, the youth meeting doesn't need you, but the youth do. And that was all to say this was to say, listen, just because you don't have a specific role, right. And this is on me because I don't give you, or, or, and I'll get into this in just a second, but you know, the fact was that, you know, just because you don't have a specific role doesn't mean you're not valuable. Right, uh, just because you are, uh, you don't have something super specific that you come in and do every week. That you come and walk through those doors. It's not that the task needs you, right? It's that the young people need you. And yes, it's on me to provide the task and to match you with uh, with a task that is worthy of your talent, uh, but to make that valuable, you know, as well. And and listen, some of my. Some of my volunteers, you know, they go through seasons just like yours do, right? They go through a season of personal battles. They go through a season of having kids, a season of job change, uh, a season of working hard to make ends meet. And listen, I'm empathetic to that. And, and I have uh, to make graceful decisions in light of those things. I don't want to take away somebody's joy. I don't want to take away somebody's 
role if that's where they're finding value. And, and a lot of my volunteers have been with me a long time, you know, between three and five years and some eight years. And, uh, you know, it, they've been around a while. And I don't, I don't ever want to look at a thing and say, well, I'm going to, you know, have to scale back or because I can't find something for them to do. That's on me. I got to find, I want them to do something that is of value, but I don't want them to focus on the task. Just because we don't have all the bells and whistles of a big, big ministry doesn't mean I can't find things for them to do. And I, and I encourage them, you know, uh, to, to not focus on the task, but to focus on the kids, right? When you walk through the door, listen, focus on the kids, focus on connecting with them. And, you know, all, you know, all those little things that, uh, that goes to, and then let's try to work on finding a task that if something arrives or if I develop a program or a, a something that where I feel like their talents and, and skills lie, then I want to be able to give them that. Now, there is a follow-up to this question that I think is equally important as well. And the question is, why do you need this ministry? Why do you need this youth ministry? You know, and the answer varies, right, between everybody, but they all kind of said the same thing. So, so I want to make a difference and I want to be a value. Everybody wants to feel that way. And I think those those uh, A and B parts of this question are critical to our volunteers because if we're asking the question, we're going to elicit responses that are going to help us grow our volunteers. They're going to help us uh, nurture them. It's going to help us train them. It's going to help the, us connect with them and find the tasks that they need, especially if you're in a smaller church. You know, If you're in a large church, you probably need a gajillion volunteers, and you, you're managing you know, large systems and things like that. You, there's probably no shortage of tasks. But if you're in a, a small, maybe to medium-sized church, you know, maybe you're, maybe there are, you know, some things that you're, you're, you're struggling to find for them to do. Uh, but that, once again, that's on us to be leaders and to say, well, how, what, how do I expand this and how do I get people to do this, right? How do I, you know, find people who have tasks and, and abilities and gifts and those things to be able to fulfill the needs to be able to minister um, to the kids that we have? And, uh, you know, at this point, after some thought and some counsel, you know, I've decided basically to put the leverage back in their court. I need to build more value into the program, uh, you know, and give them a sense of pride and meaning again. And, um, you know, I want them to feel like their contribution matters. There's a great quote by uh, John Maxwell from the book, Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. He says, good leaders ask great questions that inspire others to dream more, think more, learn more, do more, and become more. And that's my hope, that these questions have challenged you uh, to challenge your volunteers, to get the best from them so that you can challenge them to grow, to think, to discern their gifts and callings, and then you can be able to plug them in and uh, design programs where they fit with their gifts and talents. And uh, I'm guaranteeing you, if you'll ask this question, this first question, why does this youth ministry need you? And why do you need this youth ministry? I'm guaranteeing you're going to find out some things about your uh, adult uh, volunteer leaders that you did not know before. So, but that's it for today, guys. I appreciate you guys hanging out with the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, this has been part one in my little five-part series that I'm doing here, uh, the five questions that you ought to ask your volunteers. But that's it for today, guys. Thanks for checking it out, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Talk to you later. <laughs>